Entrepreneur on Fire 549. What are you waiting for? Tickets to a rocket ship? Well, here you go and hang on tight as John Lee Dumas is about to take you on a wild ride. Ignite. Funds are tight. I get it. But if your business thrives off phone calls, then you've got to go to evoice.com. You'll get $5 off every month for life when you enter promo code FIRE. That's evoice.com, promo code FIRE. LegalZoom wants to help you start your business right. Visit LegalZoom.com where you'll find award-winning services developed by some of the best legal minds in the country. And don't forget to enter FIRE in the referral box at checkout. Okay, Fire Nation, let's get started. I am simply thrilled to introduce my guest today, Daniel J. Lewis. Daniel, are you prepared to ignite? Yes, let's light something (laughs) on fire. As an award-winning podcaster, Daniel helps others launch and improve their own podcasts for sharing their passions and succeeding in business. He designs websites, offers one-on-one consulting, speaks on technology, social media, and yes, theology. I've given our listeners just a little overview, Daniel, so take a minute. Tell us about you personally, because we want to get to know you, then give us an overview of your business. Yeah, I love creating things. I love helping other people create things. So that's why I host an award-winning podcast about podcasting and I teach other people how to launch or improve their own podcasts and getting into some of the nitty-gritty, the details and how-tos that many people need to learn how to do that. And I do that through either one-on-one consulting, my free podcast or products that I have coming out. And I also love working with WordPress. So I am creating products around WordPress. Like I have a WordPress extension out there called subscribe and follow. I have uh, tweaks that I do for WordPress themes and starting to do some more WordPress development and services that I offer. And everything that I'm doing in my business, the way I see this is my business is supporting the lifestyle I want to live or helping me get to that lifestyle that I want to live. Not just my business is filling a particular need for fulfillment in what I do, but I want that fulfillment to actually come from what my business enables me to do in life. Love that. And Daniel, I listen to your podcast. I'm always picking up great things to apply to my business. I have subscribe and follow on my website, which I use and love. So just a big fan of what you have going on. And give us, before we continue, just a little personal glimpse into your life. Yeah, I am in my low 30s, uh, recently married. I'm in my third year of marriage right now. And thank you. We don't have kids yet, but we might be in the next uh, year or so, uh, maybe looking at starting our family. And I, I come from a background of being in a single company for 10 years until I, and we'll get more into this in a little bit, I'm sure, but I, I felt like I accomplished all my goals and it was time to move on. And this idea of entrepreneurship was something I had in mind for a while, but really I could not have made this step if it wasn't for my wife who encouraged me, even before we were married, she helped me set a goal and helped me stick to that goal. And I reached that goal for launching my own business. Love that. And Daniel, you are completely right. We're going to dive way into this later on in the interview. But before we do, we love starting Entrepreneur on Fire off with a success quote to really get that motivational ball rolling. And Daniel, you have a pretty cool quote for us today. So take it away. Yeah, I'm actually going to get a little religious here just momentarily. That is, I'm a born-again Christian, so I try to build my life and thinking on the Bible. And my success quote is 
Colossians 3, 23 and 24, which says, whatever you do, do it with all your heart as for the Lord and not for men, knowing that from the Lord, you will receive the inheritance as your reward. You are serving the Lord Christ. And so the way that I approach this and apply this in my business is realize that while I'm working with clients, I'm helping people in whatever their needs are. Yes, I'm working for them. But what I need to keep in mind is that I'm really working for my Lord Jesus Christ and that whatever I do, I need to put my full heart into it. Even if it's not working, if it's just spending time with my family, uh, pursuing a deeper relationship with my wife, do it with all of my heart. And so that I'm not just giving you the best I can give you. I'm giving you what I'm trying to do that can be the best for my God, my creator. So I think that's setting the bar a bit higher than maybe what you might be expecting, but that's why I'm trying <laughs> to apply in my business. Daniel, I love how you broke that down. And we had a little chat pre-interview where I shared that I went to Providence College and therefore actually took 12 credits in theology. And it's amazing how those quotes and those different passages are so applicable to business owners, to entrepreneurs, and just to leading a good life in general. So thanks for sharing that. It's a nice little twist to what we normally have here on Entrepreneur on Fire. And I love that. And it's just a perfect segue to our first real topic, the meat and potatoes today, which is failure. Because you shared, Daniel, that you were with one company for quite some time, and then you were encouraged by your wife, which was so powerful, to, to take that entrepreneurial leap. But obviously, we both know as entrepreneurs, a lot of failure is involved in the path that we've chosen. So I would love for you to share with Fire Nation a time that you failed, a time that you really struggled or faced a massive obstacle, and what lessons did you learn? Yeah, my failure was on the brink of success and after success. It was that point between successes. I mentioned that I'd been in this nonprofit Christian organization for 10 years, but I really should have left maybe two or three years before. Because when I went into this organization, I had big, big dreams and goals. It was my dream job for so long. And I made it in. I started out part-time when I was just graduating high school. Actually, I was still in high school at that time and then full-time after I graduated. And some of my visions and dreams of being in this organization seemed completely impossible. But in the years that I was there, I accomplished all of them. And my first five years at that organization, I saw for a while as some of my best five years and in many ways accomplishing great things. Now I know I have many even greater years coming up. But at some point, I reached all of those impossible visions, all of those goals. And then I was in this, this point of not really knowing where to go from there. I was very indecisive of maybe holding on to past success, being a little bit nostalgic about the past and nostalgic even about a future that didn't really exist anymore based on the way things had shifted around. And in some way, I was kind of hoping that I could accomplish more or maybe continue accomplishing what I'd already accomplished or do it over again. And certain things like that just weren't working. So I was in this this limbo for a couple of years. And it was during that time that I had met the woman who became my wife. And while we were dating and then engaged is when she challenged me, well, what do you think about going out on your own? Because I've been talking about this idea of maybe starting my own business. And my biggest problem though, was I was afraid of moving on. And I was having a hard time saying goodbye to past successes and moving on to new successes because I had all of these 
presuppositions in my mind, things like, well, here I am a Christian looking at following God by leaving a traditional ministry. Right. And that, that presented certain faith conflicts for me. But one little nugget I got uh, was from Dan Miller's 48 Days to the Work You Love. In there, he talks about a similar situation. And he said that we have to get out of our minds this idea that we are only in ministry inside of a ministry like a church or a nonprofit organization, a parachurch ministry or something like that. But we can be in ministry in anything that we do. And so my biggest failure was holding on to that success and not looking for the next success. I love that in so many ways, Daniel, because just picture right now the amount of people that you've reached because of the life that you've chosen, because of that path that you've chosen with Audacity to Podcast, you know, with your podcasting course, you know, even just by being a guest on Entrepreneur on Fire and sharing some of these philosophies with Fire Nation, you know, which generates over 500,000 downloads a month. I mean, you're able through this path now to reach a whole different sector of people in a whole different way, which is so powerful as well. So boil it down for us, Daniel. What's one clear lesson that you would like Fire Nation to walk away with from this experience in your life? Don't hold on to the past as good as it may have been. Don't hold on to that expecting to recreate that. Look at creating a new, even better future. Wow. Love those words. And Daniel, let's now kind of transition to the other end of the spectrum because you've had many successes in life. You're an award-winning podcaster. You've done some great things in so many different fields. Let's talk about an aha moment. Let's talk about a light bulb that went off at some point in your journey, Daniel, and really take us down to the ground level because I want to be there with you. Tell us that story on that moment when it happened and specifically the steps you took to turn that idea into success. Yeah, I started podcasting in 2007. And then in 2010 is when I launched the Audacity to Podcast. And that was my aha moment. I was still at my full-time job during that time. And I was trying to come up with this idea of how can I launch into self-employment, entrepreneurism, and all of this if I don't have a way to market? And how am I going to find clients and customers? And what am I going to offer people? How am I going to help? And I had all of these questions and the pieces weren't connecting with each other. Then I launched the Audacity to Podcast just because I felt like I had something to say in the podcasting space. It from the beginning, it was never supposed to be a podcast just about Audacity, although I would talk about Audacity a lot. It's a double meaning in the name. Instead of just Audacity like the software, it also means Audacity like guts. So you could think <laughs> right. it's the guts to podcast. And when I launched that, I just thought, I have something to say. I want to say something in this space. Had no complete vision or plans for where that would go. But after it launched, it was featured in iTunes. It very quickly grew an audience of a few or several hundred people, much faster than I'd expected to get. And I was starting to get feedback and questions and people wanting to hire me for stuff. And that was my aha moment that I suddenly realized, oh, this is the connection. This is what can help me launch into my own endeavors as an entrepreneur. This is how I can find clients. This is how I can provide services. This is how I can market myself, all while still giving away free information and building an audience that trusts me, that loves me, that that comes to me for answers and advice. And when something is just too complicated for them to do themselves, they come back to hire me to do it for them. It was that big moment of just realizing this is the piece 
in order to connect these different dots of where I am now and where I want to be. And it was right around that time. I launched the Audacity to Podcast in June 2010. And it was right around that time as well that my then fiance, Jenny, said and challenged me, how about you set a goal of a year from now that you be fully self-employed? And I met that goal. A year later is when I had given my two weeks notice, resigned, and was fully self-employed. And it was because of that aha moment of connecting where I was to where I wanted to be through my podcast, The Audacity to Podcast. I love that word audacity for so many reasons, and you touched upon it, but I really want to drill into it, Daniel, because the word audacity means extraordinary boldness or courage. Obviously, a second meaning, too, is that it's an editor for her podcasters, and that's actually in Wikipedia as well as the second definition for audacity, which I find amazing that it's recognizing audacity as an editor for a podcast right there under the first definition. But I love that extraordinary boldness or courage. To me, that defines the leap that we have to take as entrepreneurs and the leap that you took. So take us through that year, Daniel, when you first realized that podcasting was going to be an amazing medium for you to the point where, again, a year later, you were able to give your two-week notice. Walk us through that and really share with us some of the high points and the low points you experienced throughout. It had many high points and low points because this is part of where I was at the end of that limbo period. And I was trying to figure out, okay, this is what I want to do. This is how the pieces connect, but how am I going to actually make this work? So I had those low moments of trying to figure out how am I going to make this generate money? What if this doesn't generate enough money? We have a savings account. How long is that going to last us if this business isn't generating the income it needs to? What are my options to fall back to if things just don't work? And at the same time, also still looking at opportunities for uh, growth in my current company at that time of maybe changing positions, changing responsibilities, seeing if maybe I should still stay there, which like I said, I was holding on to that success a little bit too much and looking for something that just wasn't there anymore. So I had a lot of moments of really down thinking, this isn't going to work. This is going to be too hard. It's too complicated. We could fail with this and be bankrupt and all kinds of bad things could happen. But at the same time, seeing other people like our mutual friend, Cliff Ravenscraft, right. starting to have his success around then and also seeing others in podcasting space like Leo Laporte. And of course, he has a completely different background that set him up for success because of how much he's worked in the past. But just seeing these people having success in different ways. And that was the high point of realizing what the lifestyle I could be le- living would look like. And recognizing that this is the step, as as scary as the step is, this is what it will take to get to that point. And in the last couple months of that year, I'd start working with a, a life coach, sort of, or a business coach. And we start talking about these different ideas. How could I market my services and what would be the right time for this? And then he did challenge me. And he knew nothing about my one-year goal, but he did challenge me very close to that point that he said, Daniel, here's your goal. Next week, you need to give your two weeks notice. Whoa. And that was scary. (laughs) And I knew he was completely right that it was the time 
to make that step. I, I planned enough. I'm the type that I can over plan right. way too much. I can start considering options for, for way too long. And that's why I was in limbo for so long. So here I was thinking, well, no, I still don't have this piece or this piece, or I don't have these other things in place yet, or I'm not sure what's going to happen here. It's not completely planned and basically scripted out yet. But he said, you need to give your two weeks notice next week. And I did. It was scary and uh, emotional even too. But it, it was that, that moment where it was just being able to finally breathe again and realize, okay, I've taken the step. Now things are moving. Now I'm locked into this and I can make it work. Oh, Daniel J. Lewis, what was your lowest point during that year? I think the first year of actual business and well, just on that edge, the lowest point was the fear of, is this really going to work? Where I'm in my first year of marriage still at this point when I resigned and I was thinking, how is this going to affect my marriage? I'm going to be working long hours at first. We're going to have to really tighten our budget. I'm scared of what will happen here. So Danny, you brought up a great point about generating income through podcasting. I'll say when I first launched and you know I left my six-figure income job as a commercial real estate broker and I was making this leap and my friends and family were like, John, what are you doing? How are you going to generate money? How are you going to make money podcasting? It was just this consistent question, this consistent theme. People were so focused on that that you know it just got so repetitive. And to be honest with you, this to this day, I was walking down the street here in Pacific Beach three days ago, and I struck, struck up a conversation with a guy, and he's asking me what I do, and I share with him. And of course, his first question was, well, how do you make money? I mean, it's such a consistent question that I receive. I know you get it all the time, Daniel, doing what you do. And it is an important question to address because we both do this professionally. I mean, this is how we earn our incomes. This is how we have a viable business where we're generating some form of income. So what are the ways that you first started generating income through your business with podcasting? And what have you matured to now? Yeah, it started out where I carried over some of the skills I had from my previous job because at that company where I was 10 years, I was a designer of many different sorts, web designer, print designer, presentation designer, video designer, even for a little while. And so I was bringing some of those skills into my new business where I would tell people, I will design websites, I design podcast cover art, and I offer podcast consulting. That's what I offered when I started. And it was a bit rough because my rates were low. I didn't quite see the value in certain services and communicating some of those values of the more expensive services was very difficult for me at that time. So I launched thinking I'm going to be a designer. But even back then, I, I realized I'm not so sure I want to be a designer for the rest of my life. Is this really what I want to do? Is this the lifestyle that I want to live? And it's been in the last year or so, really, that I've realized more what I want to be in my business. And that is not so much designing stuff, but creating content and helping other people create content. So I'm actually downplaying some of the design services I offer or contracting that out to other people, which was actually a big goal of mine is for my business to be able to support other people's 
entrepreneur dreams. So I contract out some design work to others. And I, since I'm a designer myself, I can still oversee some of that with them and give them some direction and tips. But then how my business is different today is I'm not focusing so much on the design work because of its complexities and timelines and slow movements and certain things. But now I'm focusing more on the one-on-one consulting, helping people fix problems or improve things. And also in the podcasting space, like I have my own uh, podcasting course, there are several courses out there and you have a course even where it teaches people how to podcast from nothing to having a launched podcast. I realized it's not really a space I want to be in because my friends are in this space and I want to compete even more with my friends. So that's where I came up with the idea of podcast masterclass, which is for current podcasters who want to make things much better, take their podcast from average to amazing. That was also kind of my one of my other aha moments where I realized this is a niche I've already been in. And so going forward, my main focuses are um, podcast masterclass, some of my digital products and content that I'll be creating, free and paid content that I will be creating, as well as a new service that I'll be launching pretty soon called My Podcast Reviews. Love that. And Fire Nation, we're going to have links to everything that Daniel is talking about in the show notes page for sure. And there's one thing I really want to touch upon, Daniel, and that was your phrase that you wanted to focus on creating content. And I really want to pull that out for Fire Nation because that was where my focus always was as well. So when people were asking me, John, how are you going to generate revenue? How are you going to make money? I knew that that was important to do at some point and, you know, at some point in the near term future because I didn't have the longest runway in the world. But I knew that by focusing on creating content, specifically free, high-quality, valuable content that I would be able to build an audience. And then that audience would tell me and would share with me their struggles or obstacles or challenges that I could then take and create into revenue streams. And that's what Daniel's been doing from day one as well with the Audacity to Podcast. He's been listening to his audience, hearing what they're struggling with, which is why now he has these digital products and this new course coming out that's speaking to his audience, just like Podcasters Paradise speaks to Fire Nation, just like Cliff Ravenscraft's Podcasting A to Z speaks to the Podcast Answer Man's audience. It's so powerful Fire Nation, when you build your audience to listen to them and then to create products, services that will answer their challenges, their struggles, their obstacles. And Daniel, I want to touch upon this point because you've had a lot of great moments, but what would you say your proudest entrepreneurial moment is? The proudest moment was winning the podcast award. Yes. Because here it was, the Audacity to Podcast was in the technology category, usually a highly competitive category. And I knew I had other podcasts in the awards. And each year I get into the finalists for several different categories in several of my podcasts. But I thought one of my other podcasts had the biggest chance of winning and my Once Upon a Time podcast. And I knew my clean comedy podcast had no chance against some of the competitors. <laughs> but when they came to the technology category, I wasn't even thinking that the Audacity to Podcast would have a chance to win. I wasn't even thinking about it at all. I just counted it an honor to make it into the finalists. So when they announced the Audacity to Podcast and Leo Laporte was the MC for the podcast awards, I was just blown away and I didn't, I completely didn't know what to say. And I'm not usually a person who doesn't know what to say, <laughs> but it was a, a huge moment for me to realize 
wow, this show has been voted the number one tech podcast of 2012. Wow, this is, this is amazing. And it wasn't what I did. It was what the listeners did and that the listeners appreciated the content and respected me and the other things that we do in Noodle Mix Network enough that they very loyally went and voted every single day. That's what's really cool about the podcast awards, how it's a people's choice and it uses daily votes is it really shows the power of the listeners. So this was really a a moment that I was proud of my audience and felt like, wow, this is so great to have such a relationship with my audience. And I really, really respect this. And to receive that award from Leo Laporte, one of my heroes in the podcasting space, and then be recognized by others. And my wife was there with me in Las Vegas when I was given the award. And just that moment, having the success, my wife being part of it, a supporter with me, and being able to rejoice in that together was, I think, the proudest moment. Rightfully so. I mean, I can remember so clearly being in the audience, giving you one of those woot, woot, woots and like just seeing like your face, you were surprised because again, you were expecting potentially to win in other categories. The technology space is really crowded. A lot of professional, including Leo Laporte. I mean, and others that just have amazing technology podcasts. So that was quite a win, quite a moment, my friends. And I have no doubt that there are many more to come. And what I want to do now, Daniel, is take things to present times. I want to talk about today. You brushed over quickly a couple things that you're really fired up about. I know there's one thing in particular that you're really fired up about. Share that with Fire Nation. Yeah, the newest thing that I'm launching and may have launched by the time that you're hearing this is mypodcastreviews.com. A big problem in the podcasting space is that people want to know what are the reviews that people are leaving for them in iTunes, where which is the biggest podcast directory. Right. And it's a real pain to go around between the different iTunes stores and check for the latest reviews in this store, then switch over to a different country find your podcast there, check for reviews, all of this back and forth. It is a real pain and a real hassle. It's, it takes so much time to do. And if you have anything more than one podcast, then forget it. There have been tools to do this, but they've ceased development or they're just really not in the space yet to offer very much. So I've been working on this idea and finally decided I've got to launch this. I've, I've planned this idea long enough. I've been planning it for over a year And I thought, this is the year I'm going to launch this. I'm really excited to be able to say even that you can go to mypodcastreviews.com. And even if it it hasn't officially launched yet, you can sign up there for the email to be notified of when it launches. And it will be an awesome service that will allow you to receive emails for when your podcast is reviewed. You receive the email that contains the review, a weekly email or monthly email, depending on your subscription level. You can even get an RSS feed of your latest podcast review. So you can subscribe to that in your feed reader and see when someone leaves a review for you for either just one of your podcasts or multiple podcasts. Or if you want to do some spying on some of your competition, you can do that too and see what kind of reviews they're getting. It's a service I'm really excited about because it fills a need that I have. It's something that I want to see. And that's what subscribe and follow was created for. It was a need I had as well that I realized many other people need. And so I'm really excited about this. It will be a subscription service that I think really provides 
a greater value than the price that I'll be asking for it from the users. So that's one of the things I'm really excited about, mypodcastreviews.com. And I'm also really excited about Podcast Masterclass, where I teach people how to take their podcast from average to amazing. This is for someone who's really serious about podcasting, so it's not inexpensive. But it's really exciting because I get more excited about helping people improve their podcasts than helping them take a podcast from nothing to to maybe a tiny audience. But this is for the people who want to take their current audience and grow it, or they want to turn their podcast into a business. They want to learn how to be amazing through stuff on their website, stuff in their content, their preparations, how they conduct their interviews and how they record, what equipment they use. So much like this of improving. And part of it includes a 120 plus point evaluation of their podcast, where we go through fine details of their site, their podcast, their RSS feed, certain technical details. And I give them actionable tips of here's what you need to do to fix this. And this is hurting you in this way. If you could fix it with this particular tool, then you'll be doing much better in this. So it's really exciting. And every time that I meet with my podcast masterclass students, I am just invigorated to light something on fire after that. I've been ignited (laughs) after that. Boom. I love that, Daniel. There's so many great things you have going on. And, you know, being the leader of Podcasters Paradise, which has over 730 members, I can tell you firsthand that the My Podcast Reviews is something that's so needed. I did a tutorial on CometCast back in the day. That's no longer. People are really wanting to get out there and see who's reviewing their podcast. And then, of course, really taking that podcast from good to great is something that people that are going to actually take podcasting as a profession need to do. And that 120-point checklist has me watering at the mouth because I know there's probably 40 or 50 points that Entrepreneur on Fire could improve upon at the minimum. So really cool stuff, Danny. We're going to have links, Fire Nation, to all of these things in the show notes page, eofire.com slash Daniel J. Lewis. And Daniel, we're about to hit the lightning round, but before we do, let's thank our sponsors. Are you one of those daredevils who's always standing right at the edge, ready to jump? There are certain things in life that will reward you for that, like being an entrepreneur. You have to be willing to take risks to start and grow a company. That's for sure. But something you definitely shouldn't take risks with is legal protection. If you're ready to start your business, then the time to secure legal protection is now. And LegalZoom can help. LegalZoom offers affordable legal protection you can trust. Ready to start and maintain your business with incorporation and LLC filings, trademarks and copyrights? They've got you covered. An important note, LegalZoom is not a law firm, but they can connect you to an attorney and provide self-help services at your specific direction. For even more savings, enter FIRE in the referral box at checkout. If you're a parent or entrepreneur, don't wait any longer. Call or visit LegalZoom.com and protect what's yours. If you own a small business, then incoming calls, whether they're from current customers or potential customers, is probably something you deal with quite often, right? And the higher the volume, the more potential for missed opportunities. What if I told you there's a way to manage your incoming calls so you never miss an important message? A few months ago, I was running a special for one of our online communities, 
podcaster's paradise. If you ordered within a certain time period, you would receive 50% off. About 30 minutes before the special ended, I received an email of a voicemail transcript from a potential customer. The message explained that she was having trouble purchasing via her mobile device. Thanks to eVoice, I was able to help this customer place her order in time to take advantage of the savings and secure one more sale for my community. Never want to miss an important call again? eVoice is giving Fire Nation $5 off per month forever on top of their 30-day free trial. Just go to eVoice.com, enter promo code FIRE. That makes eVoice under 8 bucks a month. eVoice.com, promo code FIRE. And Daniel, we've now reached my favorite part of the show, the lightning round, where you get to share incredible resources and mind-blowing answers. Sound like a plan? I'm excited. What was holding you back from becoming an entrepreneur? I had fear, fear in many different ways that I didn't really expect. Fear of how being an entrepreneur would affect my marriage and my someday family. Fear over ever finding enough business to be able to maintain uh, the lifestyle, or as small as a lifestyle as it is. And certainly huge fear and uncertainty about, is this a wise choice to make, to leave a full-time job where I'm receiving a consistent paycheck and regular benefits to launch out on my own and the huge risks that that is, that's what was holding me back. And when I overcame those, or at least could set them aside and acknowledge them and work through them, that's when I was able to launch. Fire Nation, this fear is what holds so many potential entrepreneurs back. I was terrified of leaving a job where I was making six figures a year. And a year after I launched Entrepreneur on Fire, now I'm generating six figures a month. And, you know, I'm not saying that that is going to happen when you leave your job, but, you know, by following something that I was passionate about, I've been able to turn it into a business. Daniel has released the Audacity to Podcast and other products and services that he now is having a full-time income that he is sustaining his family on. I mean, this is powerful stuff. That fear is something that's so critical to overcome Thank you for sharing that, Daniel. And what is the best advice you've ever received? Do it now. It applies in so many different ways of my business to just do it now. It started back when I was first thinking about starting a podcast. Cliff Ravenscraft and I actually live pretty close to each other. Yeah. We met through Twitter, went out to lunch together, and he was telling me about his podcast. And I said, I'm thinking about doing a podcast. And he said, <laughs> do it now. And around that same time, I heard Callie Lewis in back then geekbrief.tv podcast giving some podcasting tips. And she said one of the big tips is do it now. And then later on, when I was on that verge of trying to launch my own business and not sure of whether the timing was right, my business coach told me, do it now. And this year then, I've started telling myself, do it now, as I've been looking at things like podcast masterclass and my podcast reviews and other digital products and training resources that I'm trying to create to tell myself, stop planning, do it now. That's the best business advice I've ever received. I'm now telling myself. Fire Nation podcast masterclass, do it now. Daniel, can you share one of your personal habits that you believe contributes to your success? Focus. That's the big thing for me is finding ways that I can build into my life more focus as far as shutting down extra programs on my computer so I can focus on just the program I need, not trying to multitask, focusing on them, putting my devices on do not disturb so I can focus 
and not receive all of these notifications from Twitter and Facebook and YouTube and all of this other stuff. It's really focusing and finding ways in my personal life in order to do that, like scheduling things in my life, putting them on my calendar so I know at exactly this time, I need to focus on exactly this task. Also, giving myself time when I'm going to focus on something, if I decide to do a task, I give myself a time limit and I actually set a timer so that I know I can't do anything else during this time except for this task that I need to focus on. Daniel, I knew that we were brothers from another mother because focus is by far my favorite word. And do you know what my favorite acronym is for the word focus? What is it? Follow one course until success. I love that. (laughs) Daniel, do you have an internet resource like an Evernote that you're just in love with that you can share with our listeners? Yeah, I'll share two things. One of them helps me focus, and that is Egg Timer. It's e.ggtimer.com. It's a super simple timer, and this is what helps me focus. It's really easy to go to the site and create a 10-minute timer, 15-minute timer, 30-minute timer, anything like that. Like You could even just do e.ggtimer.com slash 15 minutes, and it creates a 15-minute timer in a browser window. So this is what I can use to be able to focus and quickly set a timer if I don't have a timer around me that might take a few more minutes to set it. The other tool that I recommend is Text Expander for OS X or if you're on Windows, Phrase Express is the tool that's very similar. Because this little tool is really easy to use. The, the concept it's built on is expanding text and making shortcuts for text. So I could type djl.bio and it inserts my bio for myself. Or I can make URLs this way. Like if I need the URL for the Audacity to Podcast, I type tap.url and it quickly inserts the full URL for me. This little thing saves me so much time in typing, but I'm also using it now for much bigger things like writing emails that I've realized many of my emails need basically a template response. So I have this certain template set up in Text Expander with some advanced things where I enter a couple fields and it populates this complete email for me. And then I can just go back and tweak a couple things or insert a PayPal payment link or any kind of form link that all you have to do is just adjust data in the URLs. And I'm inserting that with Text Expander or Phrase Express. So it's saving me lots of time and brain cells even. <laughs> Daniel, it only took me about three times of typing out entrepreneur on fire before I invested $34 <laughs> into text expander. And now I just tap E-E-E, boom, entrepreneur on fire. And I've never typed it since. And I want to throw one more amazing resource out there. Subscribe and follow. Guys, it's something that I use. Daniel created it. It's an amazing tool. It's an amazing resource. If you've ever seen my site, you know what I'm talking about because I pretty much have it everywhere. And Fire Nation, you can find links to these resources and everything that we've been chatting about in today's episode at eofire.com slash Daniel J. Lewis. And Daniel, if you could recommend just one book for our listeners, what would it be? There are so many good books I've read. So I'm going to recommend the most recent book that I read that's really affected the way I do things. And that is Getting Things Done by David Allen. Now, if you haven't read this yet, wait until later in 2014 to get the revised version that's coming out from David Allen. But this has really helped me 
change my workflow, change the way that I do things so that I can be more productive and not drop so many balls and lose clients really, which means losing money. So getting things done by David Allen. Well, Fire Nation, I know you love audio. So if you haven't already, you can get an amazing audio book just like this one for free at eofirebook.com. That's eofirebook.com. And Daniel, this next question's the last of the lightning round, but it's a doozy. Imagine you woke up tomorrow morning in a brand new world, identical to earth, but you knew no one. You still have all the experience and knowledge you currently have, your food and shelter taken care of, but all you have is a laptop and $500. What would you do in the next seven days? Well, assuming that this is a new world for everyone else, there would be new needs. So I would evaluate these new needs, find creative solutions for them, and then create content or products to meet those needs. And I may not even have to spend that $500 to start. Wow. Well, Daniel, I have so enjoyed hearing your journey. It's going to resonate so well with Fire Nation, so many of whom are on that brink of taking that leap like you were many years ago. Give Fire Nation just one parting piece of guidance. Share the best way that we can find you, and then we'll say goodbye. Yeah. If you're sitting on an idea, definitely plan it. Don't launch it prematurely without any kind of plans. (laughs) But don't spend so much time sitting on that idea, trying to plan out every single detail. Some of these things will come into play later on. So do it now. And you can follow me, get my podcasts and everything that I do is pretty much linked from every site that I own. So the best place that I recommend that you go to find my content is theaudacitytopodcast.com and on Twitter at The Ramen Noodle. Boom. And Daniel, Fire Nation is well over. They can find the links to everything that we've been talking about in today's episode at eofire.com. Just type Daniel in the search bar and his show notes page will pop right up. And Daniel, thank you for being so generous with your time, your expertise and experience. Fire Nation salutes you and we'll catch you on the flip side. Thank you very much, John. We got to put some fires out now, I think. <laughs> Fire Nation, did you know that we hold live podcast workshops about Podcasters Paradise almost every week? Well, it's true. If you haven't attended one yet, or even if you just want to come back and see us again, head over to podcastersparadise.com and claim your spot today. During the webinar, you'll get to chat it up with other attendees in addition to checking out what Paradise is all about. One lucky attendee will even win a free lifetime membership. Come check out our free podcast workshop at podcastersparadise.com. Thank you so much for joining us today on Entrepreneur on Fire. Head on over to eofire.com for full recaps of every show, our amazing blog articles and resources, and just plain fun. Your entrepreneurial journey awaits, so prepare to ignite. 